Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. In this hour, every Monday, we have time for your hot takes. I'll tell you when to call. Don't call yet. It's too early. Uh, the calls are coming up in about a half hour, and I don't want you to sit on hold. For that long, I'll get back into what we'll do. I'm sorry, what? Here in a minute, you'll hear from interesting people around the NFL saying interesting things. We're wall-to-wall pro football today, uh, coming off of the strangest Sunday ever. And um, and we'll do that, and then we'll get Nuno's takes in here, and then it'll be time for yours. I did want to just very quickly make note of, you know, life is about stages. It's about stages of life that you're in, and that's why one of the best things for me in my life professionally right now is that I'm surrounded by so many younger people. Like I, I work with, you know, with you guys here on this show, Hembo in particular, you're in with me every single day. You're 20 years younger than I am. And most of the people that I work with on get up are 20 years younger than I am. And on this show are younger and all that kind of stuff. And it's nice being surrounded by younger people and uh, which I enjoy. But I guess the point of it is everyone is in a different stage of life. And yesterday or this weekend in general was like, the best like I can't explain it and I won't spend a lot of time doing it because a you don't want to hear that it's Monday you want me to talk about football and b if I really go too deeply into this I will probably start getting emotional talking about it but this weekend was my first ever so Northwestern University has a family weekend you know the, the weekend where the parents and everybody else comes and visit the kids at school which my parents did 35 years ago when I was a freshman there 36 years ago um, and this weekend was the first time that we have gone, Stacey and I have gone, with both of our kids being students there. So our daughter is a junior and our son is a freshman. And to get to go and see them in their lives, and, you know, we met some other parents, and we, you know, we take kids out for dinner, all the stuff that you do. If you're a parent who's got kids in college, you know what that stuff is. But I got to tell you, the fact that they go to my alma mater and that, that I have as much history there as I have and that the place is as important to me as it is and then to see my kids there loving it more than I ever did is beyond words. Beyond words. So I will tell you that regardless of what they tell you, this is the best stage. Like, I've never had a better weekend than this. In its totality, if you add everything up, like what primarily like the symbolism of it all, like what it all means. This was as good a weekend as I ever had. It was one of those days I looked at Stace. I said, I don't care that we're having, we're in travel hell right now. Like getting back was a nightmare. And it just, because you know, whatever, because we all have lived through that too. And normally I'm the first one to get panicky about that stuff, especially when I got the early show and everything. No, I didn't even care. I was so happy and feeling so good. So I just thought I'd share that. And I, I think most of you who are parents who are about my age and this stage of life will know what I'm talking about. Like, there are a lot of wonderful things that happen to you in every different part of your life. For me, this is the best time I've ever had. All right, let's move on. I'm sorry, what? what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? All right, I'm sorry, what is where we hear interesting people say interesting things. And we start with Joe Judge the oft-maligned coach of the New York Giants, but let's give credit where it's due. This is a team that could easily have folded up after their loss last week and some of the terrible losses they've had. And instead, they came out, played a tough game at home yesterday against a good team, and won. 
Here's Judge after the game talking about how his team responds to adversity. You know, I'll be honest with you, a lot of things just kind of re- reaffirm all the things I've known about them all along. We have a very resilient team. We have a very mentally tough team. We got a team, and again, to me, the most complimentary word you can use for any group of people is team. And they stick together and they work together. They challenge each other. They come back. They respond. They come back after tough losses. You can sit there and you can lick your wounds or you can look forward and say, what do we have to do to be successful this week? Where ball is going to kick off today at 1 o'clock across what happened last week. So we couldn't dwell on what happened, you know, on Monday night. Couldn't dwell on any previous games, success or failure in those games so i'll come back to you nuno again as the resident giants fan on this team are you will because i know you're not a fan do you give him credit for the fact that this team is what he says it is which is it is resilient it does fight it does kind of stick together are you willing to give joe judge at least that much credit no because i think (laughs) i think eventually players get to that point that what is it always like? You got to put, uh, you know, good play on film. So I think eventually good players actually do show up and not because of the coach, because they're playing for the for next year, for that next contract. So that when, you know, someone doesn't look at their tape and is like, wait a minute, you, you know, you didn't pl- go as hard as you normally do. Like it's. No, like, no, no, no. That sounded like he was trying to remind people that he was the head coach of the team. Mm. Like, hey, uh, guys, they played well. You know, we played well, but that's because, like, you know, I got them together. Like, no, like, it just happens. Did you read it that way too, Hembo? No, no. I think Joe Judge deserves some credit for this. Like, this is, we have overrated this Giants roster, and Joe Judge gets more out of it both this year and last year, than an average co- than an average coach would have. Uh, who We've seen- overrated what? Like, everyone knew that offensive line was a disaster. You know, like, I don't care how many times, and I love him, Mike Tannenbaum sat here during the summer telling us that, that Dave Gettleman fixed that offensive line or put, you know, helped uh, David uh, Daniel Jones out. Like, no, people knew that. It's been a disaster. It's been a disaster. You know, the defense... Yes, people had a little more high expectations for it, but like, stop! No one thought that this was a 11-win team and was going to try compete, uh, you know, for a, a Super Bowl opportunity. Well, that's true, but when you also look at it, Nuno, this team is an offsides away from being four and five. They've played competitively in all but two games they've played. I still think this is a bottom third roster being coached like an average team, and that is that reflects well on the head coach. Okay, so we have that one there, and that's. Joe Judge and the ever-negative Nuno, whose takes will come up in just a matter of moments here. Uh, let's get next here. As we're going to do it. I'm sorry, Wad. Interesting people saying interesting things. Matt LaFleur is next. His team loses in Kansas City yesterday, scores one touchdown against the worst defense or one of the worst defenses in the NFL, but doing it under the – you're well aware of the ridiculous circumstances that they were in with Jordan Love making his first start. And Matt LaFleur took the blame upon himself. For – us to be whatever we were two for 12 on third down um obviously didn't have a good enough plan for some of the zero pressures that they they brought on us but i thought our guys battled i thought jordan i I was really proud of the way he played he hung in there he was taking hits um and delivering the ball and i thought he did a a really good job but i think that ultimately i've got to be better and and this one falls squarely on me so i can tell you if you weren't with us on tv this morning rex in particular was really impressed and gave lafleur a lot of credit for doing that for taking the blame on himself. Now, I want to bring Bubba into the conversation here because many of you may not know this, but before Bubba's long and now storied career in radio production, 
Bubba was a psychology professor. He taught. He, he studied psychology. Has do you have a PhD or a master's in psychology? I can't recall. Oh, in psychology, yeah, both. Uh, both. He has. He has both. <laughs> <laughs> He has both a master's and a PhD in psychology, and uh, taught it was a you know a professor and uh, an adjunct professor for some period of time as well. <laughs> and, right. I thought he had tenure, but maybe I was no no tenure no no tenure, That's but on me. but no it was just adjunct. But um, yeah, because <laughs> he was doing that at the same time that he was doing quite a few other things. But anyway, the point I'm, I a lot going on. The point I'm trying to make here, Bubba, is when I hear. Uh, Matt LaFleur saying that he sounds to me like a guy who's thinking like if we could subtext that subtitle that it would be this guy is going to be my quarterback starting next year I need to build him up like that's what I thought I heard and I thought that was psychology 101 as a man who was actually taught psychology 101 did you hear it that way I would agree yeah I mean I think the main thing is you're not you're not trying to blame your players you want to take the pressure off of them take the blame Take the pressure off of them. Yeah, Jordan Love wasn't great. That's fine. It wasn't his fault. Hey, it was all my fault. This goes back to when Matt Nagy, you know, was telling Fields, hey, 12 men on the field, 12 men on the field. That was wrong. Where was he to step up and say, nope, that was me, that was me. Mm-hmm. He's letting Fields out there flounder. Those are moments where the coach has got to step up and take that pressure. And, you know, you got as the leader, you got to take all the hits. That's mm-hmm. the job of being a leader. Whether it's right or wrong, fair or unfair, that's your job. You have to take all those hits. And he, on the floor, did a good job of that. Especially this weekend because the leader of the team wasn't there. Like, you're, right. you're going into Kansas City and you're playing that game without Rodgers. So there was a lot – there was just a lot of um, – Subtext, I guess. I'm not sure what mm-hmm. the word I'm exactly I'm looking for there is. There was just so much going on. Like I can't think of a football game in recent memory that had more going on than that one did, right? And if anyone ever needed like a, a comparatively easy first start, it would be Jordan Love. Oh yeah. And instead, he got 180 degrees away from that. But even so, I was still underwhelmed with how badly he played, stripping away the head coach responsibility. This kid was drafted a year and a half ago. Yeah, like this, I agree. He he looked like he had no idea what he was doing. He, I he, agree. He was glazed over almost. Like it seemed to me like this is a player who was like being being put out in a circumstance as a rookie with like when no one should have expected him to see the field. He's been out of college for a while now. I think we need to stop making excuses for Jordan Love. I'm kind of with you on that. I'll be honest with you. I came in this morning expecting that to be one of the big conversations mm-hmm. and it was somewhat deflated on TV this morning because Dan didn't see it that way and Rex didn't see it that way and Ryan didn't see it that way and it kind of made me question my own thinking of it that way mm-hmm. because you know, you've got to you got to be smart in life. You got to defer to the expertise of the people who know it. Like, you know, RC coach it. I mean, played it and Rex coached it and Dan was a quarterback and people like Bubba who obviously have all of this expertise in that area, which is why I lean on them for things like that. All right, one more that I'll give you here on uh, Greeny where all guests uh, appear on the Goodyear hotline making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. One more. I, I want to hear this play by play. This is the Buffalo Bills radio network. This is Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen, which is the first time in NFL history that a player sacked a player in which both of them had the same name. Snap to Josh, fakes the handoff, steps up in the pocket. He is hit. He is dropped. Josh Allen sacked by Josh Allen. First time that's ever happened with a man with the same name has sacked 
a quarterback with the same name. That 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 was the most surprising. Was that the most surprising result of the NFL season so far? No question. That, that was not on the radar at all for me. Zero. Fifteen and a half. What was the previous biggest spread? Do we know what was the? I can like, look, I'm trying I, to think. What were the I can the Jets beating the Titans or the Bengals? What were the Jets underdog against the Bengals just the week before? Let me look this up. Two weeks before. I've lost track of what. Fifteen and a half is an insane number for the NFL, though. It's 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 almost never over thirteen and a half. And, and like, candidly, I would have told you it wasn't enough <laughs> leading into that game uh and obviously it goes in an entirely different direction uh we got nuno's takes coming up and then we got oh here it is great job by our tv crew oh no these are the largest upset wins in jacksonville history excuse me this was their biggest upset win since 1996 it's, but, it, but per uh, our stats and info it is uh jacksonville's 15 and a, 15 and a half uh Pulled off the largest upset of the NFL season this year. Right. That, that's the biggest. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm wondering what was next. It might have been the Jets and the Bengals. I'll find that list for you. Yeah, we'll get that. In the meantime, new nose takes coming up, and then I will tell you when to call. It'll be time for your Monday hot takes on a busy morning on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, this is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear hotline. Uh, Quickly, before we get into Nuno's notes here, I mentioned that the Buffalo-Jacksonville had to be by far the biggest upset of the NFL season yesterday, and indeed it was. was, The line was 15 and a half? 15 and a half. And I thought that the Jets beating Cincinnati now two weeks ago would have been next, and I was correct on that. You were correct, but that was 11 and a half. And then how many other double-digit spreads have there been this year? Only one other. Bubba, do you care to guess the only other team to lose is a 10-point favorite this season? Well, the Cowboys were 10-point favorites of the Broncos, were they not? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Well done. So that would be my team. Great job, boys. My team wound up on the right side of that. Your Uh team wound up on the wrong side of that. But frankly, maybe that should be switched. 
Because if at any point you can be a double-digit underdog in the NFL, you're not on the right side of anything. Uh, Greeny reminding you, Cross Country Mortgage is dedicated to our nation's heroes. Thank you, veterans and those on active duty. Their team of over 200 CCM vets is dedicated to helping you close. CCM is dedicated to getting it done. All right, Nuno. What's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a savant. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's Notes. Ah, sure. Let's do it. So there's nothing I enjoy more than reading Nuno's Notes on Monday mornings. I I come in here on Monday. um, We will do our get-up meeting at 6 o'clock. Usually wrap that up around 6.30, 6.35. And Hembo and I will go sequester ourselves in my office and we'll put together some thoughts on tonight's, on this morning's radio show. And the first thing I do, especially on Mondays, is I just enjoy reading Nuno's notes. He has just given his opinion in the Google Doc about every game that was played yesterday. <laughs> as though I didn't see them or might not have my own ideas. But frankly, I love it. I absolutely love it. So I'll read you a few of them. Uh, Brown's beating the Bengals. He writes, Joe Burrow is lucky his ACL and ankles are still intact after this juke. Where's the helicopter when we need it? It was 0-0 in the first quarter. Just get off the field. Uh, that stat may have actually that note may have come from yeah, Bubba as Bubba. I'm reading this, but one way or the other, I'm so glad you pointed that out. Did everyone see on the Denzel Ward 99 yard interception return? Joe Burrow kind of runs over to the neighborhood where Ward is running on the sideline, and then falls in hideous fashion <laughs> without delivering a blow. And my reaction is, what's he doing over there in the first place? Joe Burrow, it's scoreless in the first quarter of a game that your team desperately needs you to be in all day long and a season that it desperately needs you to. You missed half the year last year with an injury. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. So I had no problem with that, and RC and Dan were giving me a hard time. That's a bad look, Greeny, with him falling like that. To me, the bad look is that he's standing there in the first place. (laughs) He should have been on the sideline already with an iPad. What what I see wrong here, Coach? What I get wrong, that's what he should be doing in that situation. In the meantime, Nick Chubb was unreal yesterday. Hembo has a stat. Greeny, I don't think people even quite appreciate how good this guy is. It's Derrick Henry, and then it's Nick Chubb, and here's the best number to illustrate it. Right now, he's averaging 100 yards per game and averaging six uh, six yards per rush attempt. The last three guys to do that were Adrian Peterson in 2012, Barry Sanders in 1997, and O.J. Simpson in 1973. Wow. All three of them won the MVP he's that, that season. He's that good. The, the, he's not going to win the MVP, no. obviously. And the only thing about him is that there is a always. – I'm always worried he's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like he's hurt. Am I wrong Is he hurt a lot? He's hurt a lot. Obviously, he just came back from being hurt this mm-hmm. time. It feels to me like he's hurt a lot. But, yes, his size and speed, it, mm. is, it is reminiscent of Henry. He's not as big as Henry. He's not quite as good as Henry, but he's the next best thing. Mm. He, he's right now the next best running back in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, the next game is Broncos-Cowboys, Nuno's notes. <laughs> and Nuno put in the, the document, the Broncos ended the nation's biggest nightmare. Now, let me interpret this. Nuno, were you referring to specifically Bubba wearing this jersey every day or just the fact that the Cowboys have been so good and you find that nightmarish? Well, no, I was thinking more about Bubba, but but this is why I do this, because you took my point that was about Bubba and actually turned it into something really good, which is both. 
Which is both. You think that the, the entire nation is grateful that this <laughs> Cowboy winning streak has come to an end. Oh, I think so, because I think this uh, Cowboy love has just been over the top, right? It was uh, Dak MVP, Trayvon Diggs is the best uh, uh, best uh, defensive player since Lawrence Taylor. You know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're I'm not sure a single person <laughs> said that, by the way. No, people said it. I heard people saying it. I mean, I love Diggs, but I don't think I heard a single person say he was the best person since Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Nuno heard it. Nuno said it. And Nuno is the one. So Nuno is one of those people who – Nuno is – I, I love him. Let me be clear how much I love Nuno. Nuno could lock himself in a phone booth and emerge in the middle of an enormous argument. I mean, he, he could be he could be yelling and screaming if, when he's alone in a phone booth. So he said it. And now is disagreeing with it. He, he said it and is now mortally offended by it having been said. That, that would be everything you need to know about Nuno. Next, on his own team, the Giants beating the Raiders, he writes, Imagine the Giants being the reason your season spiraled out of control. Well, for the Raiders, that just happened. Um, so th- there's, uh, there's that note in that. So I like that. And you also wrote, finally, Patrick Graham's defense showed up. Now, if they could find an OC before the next game, that would be great. <laughs> Real quick, can I call the timeout? Yeah. I like how, because I'm reading these along with you, you have to sort of interpret and clean up some of this because yes. he obviously doesn't proofread them. Yeah. You know? What he actually wrote is, finally, Patrick Graham's defense should up. Are you dictating yes. these like text-to-speech or are you typing them? <laughs> I'm just in a zone. I'm just in a zone. Because he did write, showed, S-H-O-U-L-D. Which, I don't know, was that autocorrect, or did you just write it not? What, how did that happen I exactly? just wrote it, and, you know, it, darn computer doesn't fix my mistakes. Uh, the next one I really like. Pan- uh, Patriots beating the Panthers, he writes, We all owe the Jets organization an apology. They don't ruin quarterbacks. They just draft bad ones. <laughs> That's, That's a very well-taken well. shot. I, re- I have to admit, I really like that shot very much. Um, so that's a good one. All right, and then one more. Let's do one more here before we take your calls. I don't know why, why am I throwing the sounder in the middle of that. I feel like I need to throw like the spicy. I don't even know is the is the sounder working? Or I don't is know because there's no music. There's a, there's I know, music I know. I'm kind of so regretting right. the use of the sounder. Yeah. Well, one way or another, uh, one are we, more. Are we, should we add music next week? No, I don't know. Do do we think Nuno's notes needs music? Yeah, I can't I decide. Uh, we'll see. One way or another. He then writes, uh, "Chiefs beating the Packers." He writes, do you think Aaron Rodgers enjoyed watching Jordan Love being overwhelmed while his team lost a game they would have won with ease if he was playing? That's actually a great question. Nuno, I'll have you answer it. Do you think Aaron Rodgers watched that game, A, anguished that his team was dropping a game, or B, delighted at how completely inept their offense looked without him? I think if he bothered watching that game, he probably enjoyed (laughs) the fact that 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 team looked <laughs> so dysfunctional. Else. He's sequestered in his house. You're telling me you think he was home watching something else or doing something else? He has to be alone in a room for 10 days. You're <laughs> telling me you don't think Nuno he watched has a the joke. game? He has a joke right now that he does not want to say, but I want him to say it. <laughs> oh, well, is it going to get us in trouble? I don't want <laughs> us in me. trouble. Yeah, I think we need to go to break. <laughs> okay, but let's have a meeting during the break and find out whether or not okay. Nuno can tell his joke. Okay. And while we're considering that, we will throw open the phones uh. to you. It is time for your traditional Monday hot takes at 888-SAY-ESPN. Uh, that's 888 Your hot takes coming off the NFL Sunday on this Monday with us, Greeny on ESPN Radio. 
Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Oh. I like that. Uh, Bubba, what's the, the thinking behind the choice of this? I like this song. Little Doors today. Is there a, an anniversary or no, something? Just, just mixing it up, having some fun. All right, I like it. That's Bubba spinning records. Uh, you may not know this, but Bubba was a very successful mm. DJ, rock and roll DJ back in the 60s. Back yeah, when going back the to my old days. Yeah. yeah, when Jim Morrison and the Doors. Uh, this song would be, what, early 70s, I guess, is what I it would so, be. I think so, yeah. I was one of the first people to play uh, the Doors records. People don't realize that. And, and they don't know the heat that he took for that. But if, he was depicted very favorably, I thought, in the Jim Morrison documentary. Likewise. Right, yeah. Or the film, not the documentary, whatever that movie it was a trilogy. When they made the movie? No, there was, was a Al movie Comer, about yeah. Jim oh, Morrison. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I said you're not kidding. There was an actual movie. <laughs> there was an actual movie about Jim Morrison Does and Hembo the Does know who Jim Morrison is? Say it again. Does Hembo know who, you Jim know who Jim Morrison was? The guy who sang this? He was the <laughs> Yes. Yes, he is the guy who sang that. Yes. I don't have a second fact. Okay. <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that he did work with Bubba closely. Uh, yes. He, well, no, he didn't work with Bubba, but Bubba discovered him in mm, many ways and, and was really uh, instrumental in launching the doors in their very successful, uh, if short-lived career. Uh, this is Greeny coming to you live from the Heineken River Deck at uh, Pier 17. We will have your calls in 30 seconds after this call or this moment for Straight Talk Wireless. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month. No contract. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required actual availability coverage and speed may vary. To the phones we go. Bubba, who's first up? First up, we're going to go with John. All right, John, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. John, give me our first hot take of this Monday. Morning, Greeny. Morning, hashtag crew. Zimmer has got to go from the Vikings. He has done nothing in his tenure there. The only division title he's won is because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Trubisky even beat him. We've had double-digit leads all year long in games, and we lost all of them, basically. We cannot – the defense sucks. Zimmer's got to go. And a little quiz for you, if you like quizzes. Yeah. Jim Morrison, do you know what Mr. Mojo Rising sure. spells? Of course. Oh, okay. Well, what did name. you say? Do I, I thought you were asking if I knew that was there uh, – that, that was in that song. What was the question? Oh, no. Do you know what Mr. Mojo Rising spells in acronym-wise? 
it, it spells it spells his name, Jim Morrison. Oh, oh, I did not know that. Okay, very good. Yeah, so we got little right, known facts. Right. I think it was actually Bubba who gave him the idea to do that. Uh, but but Jim called up Bubba, and Bubba was like, "Why don't you write a, li- a lyric for a song that you will repeat multiple times? That seems like a non sequitur, but it is actually an acronym of your name." Bubba has that kind of influence. Uh, over many people in, in rock and roll history. Uh, speaking of which, Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Brandon. All right, Brandon, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Brandon, give me a hot take. Hey, Golden hashtag crew, love the show. Thank you. Uh, so my hot take is the Titans without Derrick Henry win the AFC, win the AFC number one spot. Follow-up follow up question, the Buffalo Bills. I think, what is it, New England's behind, one game behind them. Yeah. How much danger are, are they of in maybe losing the number one maybe spot in the AFC East. Well, that is the question. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember when the question was Bills or the field in the AFC, and then they lost that Monday night game against Tennessee, and we all gave them a pass. We all gave, oh, all right, well, it's just one bad night. And now that's back-to-back, not so much a pass, right, these back-to-back mm-hmm. weeks. They, they don't look, what do they look like? I mean, uh, is New England going to catch them and win that division? They very well may, because the Bills' offense right now looks terrible. The Bills' defense has carried the most of the season, but the worst-kept secret here is that Josh Allen has not been Josh Allen from last year, even though he was you know, an MVP frontrunner entering last week. I think New England definitely might catch him. He's put up a lot of big numbers in a small number of games. Right, right? The, the stats mm-hmm. were padded mm-hmm. by a couple of games there along the way, but all things considered, he's not been brilliant. And they, they just don't look good right now. They beat Miami and Houston a combined 75 to nothing. The rest of their resume is, I think, just sort of eh. All right, I'm with that. And, and they lost that opening game, uh, and that's worth keeping in mind as well. Uh, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have TJ. All right, TJ, give me a hot take. For the context of just this season, Andy Reid is one of the worst coaches in the NFL, and we're going to look just at offense. Last night... Uh, he had a rookie quarterback who was struggling, and on fourth and short, he ran a play action when no one in the world thinks he's actually going to hand the ball off. And instead of pinning the Packers deep, uh, when they're running the ball straight up the gut, they're gashing for six to eight yards. And then on second and third downs, he runs east to west plays. He's not doing a great job calling plays to help Patty Mahomes and his team out. I, I'm with you. Look, I mean, I, I, I'm watching that game. As I think I told you, I was stuck in an airport. Um, so instead of being able to watch Red Zone at that point, I watched um, I watched just the broadcast of that game with the sound on. Not only was Troy Aikman losing his mind about so Joe Buck was <laughs> Joe is like, what are they doing here, Troy? Like he was taken aback by some of the offensive play calling. I agree. Look, that right now is a total organizational failure. Like I've I've many times said that the success of Patrick Mahomes, the development of Patrick Mahomes is an organizational success story. And I agree with that. I mean, I I said it, and I'm not changing my mind. And I still think he's going to wind up being great and all of that. Like, like I'm not in any way throwing in the towel on Mahomes. But it is inescapable that right now they stink. Their offense is bad. It's, It's below NFL average with well above average NFL players, particularly the quarterback who's playing terribly. So they got to get to the bottom of that, and the coach and the coaching staff certainly has to take some of the responsibility. It's your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Lucas. Lucas, give me a hot take. What's up, Greeny? Love the show. Hot take is that the NFL champion will come from the NFC South. I like the Falcons, Saints, and Bucks to get in the playoffs just because they their coaches are the best, in my opinion. 
in, either in the league, out of the divisions, and they could do less or they could do more with less, I should say. So I like that take. Leave Lucas up there a second. Beyond the Bucks, uh, the Bucks it goes without saying uh, that they have an excellent chance. Atlanta, I think, has a chance to get in the playoffs. Are you telling me you love Arthur Smith? Uh, he, he's, you know, in his first year there. You love him, yes? Him, Arthur Smith, and Matt Rule, just the job that they've been doing, rebuilding, and like I said, doing more with less. I really like that. And also, they play up to the level of competition. So when playoffs comes, I feel like there's going to be more injuries with other teams, and they're going to be able to, you know, get that, that win or, like I say, do more with less. Yeah, I like to take. The rules got Darnold, and that, look, oh. you know I love Sam. I, I, there's, there's no defending it. Now. It's over, right? It, oh, it's over. I mean, he's terrible. I don't, I don't know what else to say. He's just a turnover waiting to happen. He made some of the worst decisions I've ever seen yesterday. Now, Belichick obviously had his number when he was a Jet, the uh-huh. famous I See Ghosts game, um, and Belichick got him in yesterday. The other one that's interesting in there is New Orleans. And I'll tell you this. Two quick things I'll say about the Saints. One, Sean Payton's obviously a great coach. They have a great defense, and Brady does not want any part of them. That defense has been brutal on Brady since he got to Tampa. So that's A. B, if everything goes the way I expect it to go, that will be the team I'm rooting for to win the Super Bowl this year Mm. if Trevor is their quarterback. Trevor Simeon from Northwestern was a terrific player for us. He's a terrific young man. He's had more success in the NFL than people think. Like, he was pretty good in Denver. Mm. He came to the Jets and was going to be the backup for Sam Darnold. When Darnold got mono, uh, Simeon broke his ankle in a gruesome-looking play on, in the first game, so he's never really had a chance since then. Simeon played better yesterday than the numbers would look. Did you see any of that game? A little bit. They were dropping mm-hmm. balls on him left and right. That receiving course stinks. They stink. Stinks. So I, 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 and, and maybe they'll get Odell Beckham. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But I'm telling you right now, I will be. I will get myself a jersey, and I will be riding the Saints bandwagon into the playoffs because obviously my team ain't going to be there. Um, <laughs> I will be rooting like crazy for Trevor uh, from my beloved alma mater. All right, uh, Bubba, give me one more. Yeah, let's go to Mike. All right, Mike, give me a hot take. I, many of you may not know this, but Bubba, I'm a true fan. So I know that when Bubba was an interim GM for the Cowboys, uh-huh. he would understand why we lost. We lost yesterday because Bubba decided to shave his back, and, and, and he changed the whole thing up. He's the reason why we lost yesterday. Bubba is the reason why we lost. Ooh. And I know he knows that I know why we lost. We lost because Bubba shaved his back. That is a great take. Bubba, you have been called to the carpet for being the reason that your Cowboys lost. How do you respond? Wow. I mean, first of all, yeah, for since for those who aren't here, the days Booger McFarlane's been in, for some unknown reason, Booger McFarlane, while driving home one day, stopped at a wax place and was like, oh, let me check it out, and got his back waxed just out of nowhere. <laughs> He was just driving home and was like, let me check it out <laughs> at a bo- body wax place and asked him to wax his back. And he loved it. So he challenged Nuno and I to do it. And we're like, what are you talking about? That's re-. So last week, Nuno and I both got our backs waxed. Now, I was telling both him and Chris Carlin last week in advance, look, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't really have any hair. I'll get it waxed if you – I just don't have any hair. But he made me do it anyway. Nuno got it as well. So I got my, like, lower back waxed, which was, like, six hairs. But uh, so 
Yeah, so that's what the call is referring to. Unfortunately, I had to get my back waxed, and if that's why, so blame Booger, not me. I'm just a no, man. I blame who, you. You can't get a well, back. Well, I can't. I can't not Street. do it. I'm not going to not step up to the challenge. Well, well yeah, yes, you are going to not step I up can to say the what? challenge. I got to wait till after the season. You have to wait until your team loses a game before you do anything as significant as waxing your back, which I trust you had never done before. No, I never. Yeah, I mean, now, the fact that you are somewhat startlingly hairless also should come as no surprise. Uh, many people may not know this, but but Bubba uh, comes from a long line of Scandinavian heritage, and right. as a result, you know, he's, he's um, <laughs> you know, that's just not a hairy people. <laughs> nope. But uh, Nuno, uh, I've, I've never seen you shirtless, Nuno, but you strike me as though you would be relatively hairy. Do I have that right? That is completely wrong, actually. I sure. just like lower back. I had apparently I had the old man thing going where you get like a patch in between your shoulder blades. Uh-huh. You know, but uh no, there's not a lot. I think I have the same three hairs and like chest hairs from high school. However, That's they it. they did full back for him though. Let's tell the full story. They they, they can, did, they did the she... full back on him. I got lower back and out of there. They convinced him, "Hey, you need the full back, shoulder, whatever." So he got the full, full experience. I did. I think I did get upsold a little, as did Bubba, who ended up buying, like, different creams and no. lotions because, you know, ingrown hairs yeah, was, and all that. was ridiculous. Booger really just you went together, ruined too? our week. No, we did together? not go to t- together. Nope. That, that's an astonishing thing. <laughs> L- let me ask you a question, Hembo. So two questions I have for you. I'll make this the question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. First question. Would you have assumed that Nuno was hairy? Yes. Me too. I assumed for sure. I assumed. <laughs> Nuno like, just like feels a, hairy like a, to mob, me. like a mob boss with the chest hair coming out of like the low collar with like the gold chain. Yeah. That's what I envisioned. Yeah. That's, Second question, mm. because we now have two unhairy members of the hashtag crew. Mm-hmm. You're the last chance we have for a hairy member. Are you hairy? Not really. I mean, I, I have chest hair, but I don't have hardly any back hair. My father is covered. So I got lucky there. <laughs> I mean, it is. My mom, <laughs> my mom will, during the summer, literally shave my father in the yard with scissors. <laughs> like, like he's a sheep. Like, like oh he will God. stand in, in, his, in his swim trunks in, in our backyard. <laughs> she will grab kitchen shears and get his chest and his back that way. What exactly are kitchen shears, just out of curiosity? Uh, to me, shears are like gardening tools. <laughs> like, what are you doing with shears in a kitchen? Cutting your husband's chest hair. So she's, But that does not make them kitchen shears. What are kitchen shears? Uh, have you ever cut like a pizza? Like, or, I mean, you, anything. That's like a rolling thing. Isn't that like a razor? Yeah, but you, like can a, also, you can also cut pizza with scissors. I've never seen anyone cut pizza with scissors. Did you, do you have uh, uh, scissors in your kitchen? No, do you? don't be ridiculous. What, what do you cut I don't have things? anything in my kitchen. What do you I'm not even 100% with? sure we have a kitchen oh come on we, we ha- i have a pair of scissors they're like larger scissors though like to be able to you know i don't know anything you, you would need for if you need to cut vegetables if you need to cut meat if you need to cut open a container of something that's what that's what she used on my father so, so your mother as you're telling me is your mother is shaving your father's back hair with a can opener basically uh, she's got a she's got a thing of peaches and then she's coming over and shaving your father's yes, back hair. my dad is from beirut and th- that's how they run there okay this monday night football preview and i, I mean i can segue from anything into anything uh is brought to you by progressive insurance <laughs> you can save big when you bundle your auto home motorcycle rv or boat, visit progressive.com. What do we have, Bubba? Uh, not Bubba. Hembo on tonight's game, Bears Steelers. The Steelers are at home, Greeny. They're a seven point favorite in this game. Right now, the majority of public bets are coming in on the Bears, believe it or not. A majority of the money is coming in on Pittsburgh. We'll call that a wash. So we're going to ask you to make a football judgment here. 
All right. So I got to make a pick. So I would love to see the Bears play well tonight. I would love to see Justin Fields play well tonight. And I'd like to see the Bears win tonight. I don't expect any of those three things to happen. Um, I think this is a terrible matchup. The Steelers are a really good defensive team. The Steelers are seeing a lot of good things happen to them right now. Like, if they win tonight, they're right in it, Mm. right? I mean, they could win that division. This is a team that people were shoveling dirt on earlier, and they could win that division. And I do not see them tripping up in a game they should win handily. I think their defense will be dominant tonight. Najee Harris is starting to run the ball like crazy. Um, I do not think this is a good night for Fields. I do not think this is a good night for the Bears. So the official pick is Pittsburgh minus the seven on tonight's Monday Night Football. Agree or disagree? I agree. I don't think the Bears have any idea how to attack that Steelers defense. All right. We'll see what winds up happening. I do know this. We'll be talking about it tomorrow with you right here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.